Welcome to the Sold Too Early Sports Card Podcast, starting out our days with a cup of coffee and an angry mob. That's Kai. I'm an instigator. And this is episode 46 of the podcast. Kai, how the hell are you doing? Doing good. I would have been better if I uh, could go to Burbank last week, but I know okay. you, you unfortunately were stuck due to uh, yeah. hell, what was the whatever the hell a hurricane was called. I don't even remember. So obviously, obviously that's more important. So firstly, like, how are you doing? How is everything? We're pretty good. Everything's pretty fine. We, uh, for a while it was supposed to be really bad, but we ended up not getting anything like insane, insane. So we're we're Did you, um, did you lose power at all or no? You know, we were like one of the only places to not lose power in like our city. So we got super lucky with no, uh, air going out or anything. So you actually, I mean, other than it just being like uncomfortable, not being able to do it. Yeah, we're just kind of chilling here. Couldn't really leave for a while, but. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's. So if you had wanted to, could you have gone to Burbank? Like, could you have moved flights around? Could you have like. Organized? Yeah, I probably, I could have made it like maybe like later Saturday. But at that point, I don't know if it would have been really worth it. Because the roads are pretty screwed up until like early Saturday morning. Because the highways, all the trees were down and stuff, but. Yeah, I mean, I will say this. At least you're working with Joku, and I can't speak for his show experience. I can't speak for a lot of show people's experience. Um, Burbank, for me, was a great time. It was very successful, um, especially right now. And I talked about this last week while you weren't on the show. Like, this is, like, the last main gauntlet of the year for shows. Yeah. Um, National was obviously last month. Burbank was this past weekend. You and I are staying up together in Dallas, which is going to be really fun. That's yep. going to be two days, right? Uh, th- well, I'm going to get there Thursday. I'm getting there Wednesday. Yeah. I'm sorry. So oh, we're I'll be set up Thursday. Yeah, I'll be set up Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm not sure if you guys will be there all four days, but I think we're heading out Saturday night. That's the same thing I'm doing. Okay. I I've realized this too. Um, well, for a couple of reasons. I'll get into Burbank in a second, but some things that shows are very hit or miss especially with football season now being here um i was leaving shows generally anyway sunday afternoon maybe staying up for an hour or two and then leaving um now the football's back yeah there's no shot I'm yeah staying. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. the same reason we both wanted to be home to chill and watch the first week games oh it's gonna be so good i'm so yeah. excited to watch football yeah. um i i do worry a little bit of that will impact uh, VIP night in Dallas on Thursday, but I guess we'll find out. Maybe a little bit. I I'm gonna bring a, that. I want to bring a computer. I'll have the game on. So like, I mean, they're gonna. I, people always bring those like massive TVs for whatever reason. Into well, the they they do that, which is a lot of fun. Um, I remember watching like the NBA like uh, Western Conference Finals or semifinals in Dallas, and like it was like 300 of us standing around like one TV. <laughs> that was a cool moment. That was a very cool moment. Um, but yeah, there's no shot I'm going to be at a show on Sunday at yeah. any point this season. Um, unless like it's a local show or, or something like that. Yeah, I'm I'm completely ignoring any responsibilities. Uh, and watching Red Zone for seven hours, I can degenerate. And then hanging out for an hour and then watching more football because that is all I want to do. It's the best way to do it. There's Dude, nothing better. Like- you can just tell, like, I don't know. I feel like more excited about like doing stuff. Football's coming up. I don't know if it's just like weird or if that's how you feel well you you actually like college football too i personally it's really weird i could not have cared any less about college football until i went to college 
That's fair. You like, you I went to Florida State, well. right? Yeah. So you actually like did they win a national championship while you were in school? So no, they were very poverty while I was here. Um right now they're actually very good and I just graduated, so it's kind of ironic. That is funny. But yeah. Um my college did not have a football team. So <laughs> I I just don't care about college football. I did go to a lot of Rutgers games growing up. Like I remember the good days of Rutgers, or I guess for most colleges, like the very, very bad days. But for Rutgers, like being like eight and four, going to the Insight Bowl, or uh, oh shit, like the Pinstripe Pinstripe Bowl. There were a couple games uh, where Rutgers actually made some decent bowl games, and there were some fun seasons, like two thousand and two thousand six, two thousand seven. I. This was like peak childhood David watching football and like loving the sport. And I love it more now, but for different reasons, obviously. Yeah, there's just no other sport when you can like feel it coming up that you get like as excited as football, I feel like. Yes. I mean, so I mean, obviously football is now three days a week, four if you watch college football. And then when the NFL season is not going, like I think they played like what, five days of football this week because there's no NFL games. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like football just kind of hits differently. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why you've seen prices spike the way they have. I mean, also, it's a lot of hype, uh, not equaling production. We'll fast forward like to week four or six or eight and see how things price, see how prices are. But football is just so good. It's just so much fun. Um, are you in any fancy football leagues this year? I know that we have just that one leagues. and then one with my friends from school and stuff. Yeah, I have the same thing. Like, literally two leagues, one draft tonight. Uh, don't draft Travis Kelsey at the time of recording because he hurt Might himself. Might get him in, like, the fourth round now. Dude, if he goes the fourth round, something they really... like is... Cooper Cup. Well, yeah, I would never draft Cooper Cup anyway at this point. He's just, you know... I used to do, like, 20 leagues. It's just way too much. Two to three is a good amount because yeah. you can actually enjoy everything and, like, not be so anal about fantasy yeah. football. Like one of my brothers is in six leagues. I'm like, dude, you're asking me for fantasy football advice. You're fucked. Like no matter yeah. what happens, if someone catches a ball or throws an interception, exactly, whatever, you've got people miserable. on your team that you're playing against in another league, and you got to root against them here. Yeah, this is a sports card podcast, right? We should probably talk about shows. Oh, come on. All right. So let me explain the intro for a minute first for anyone who was not at the burbank card show which was in anaheim so the layout if you've never been to anaheim and the convention center over there it, it's gorgeous it really is um the main hub area where the anaheim convention center is was actually holding an anime expo i don't know the name of it it doesn't matter i think there was also like a sneaker con and then there was the card the show. Was, yeah it was like three different things oh, wow. like saturday night like all the anime folk were out like cosplaying and doing stuff. It was actually really cool. Like just to like walk by and be like a silent observer and just like seeing all that shit. Kind of cool. But in the morning, like 4.30 to 6.30 AM, uh, protesters were outside of the Hilton. So I stayed in Marriott. So it was two hotels across the street from each other, like rival gangs with like a street in the middle. Um, and for whatever reason, the Hilton was there they were striking and they had like vuvuzelas and drums and like loudspeakers and like all this insane shit just banging and making the most intense noise ever like starting like 6 30 in the morning on like thursday and friday and then saturday they started at 4 30. they got early and did it did you uh join 
No, I did not join. So I'm not sure if you saw the video of Mikey, uh, Mikey's yeah. cards, who uh, had the video of them recording. He just screamed like, "Say no to like, say no to player ward or whatever he was screaming, which is that was fun. I wish I had that clip ready. Um, yeah. We were also had I planned this a little better, I think I would have done this. Um, gotten like a camera crew and gone up to the protesters and been like, hey, so what do you want to say to the owner of this hotel, Mr. Adam Meeks, or like, you know, Mr. Kai Patricelli, or whoever it's going to be, like, uh, whatever Joku's last yeah. name, doesn't matter. Um, but just like to to kind of rip them a little That'd bit. Be that would have been a fun time. I was not prepared. <sighs> I would not have minded making myself a fool because they, listen, Striking is important, like equal, you know, unions and everything, whatever. But you could have been promoting any kind of cause and I would have been against you. A uh, couple hours later, maybe. Yeah, at 4.30 in the morning, I've been like, you know what? Maybe childhood slavery is not a bad thing. Like, let me go back to bed. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was a fun time. Back to the show. So I actually found an interesting uh, thread. I don't know what X is called anymore. It doesn't matter. It's not tweets. Um... This was someone who who laid out some. This is mostly negative things about the show. I'm just here to talk about my personal experience. Whether you had a good show or a bad show is, I think, mostly based on either your location at at the venue, your friends who were setting up with, and your inventory as well. I mean, listen, Lucas Sports Car Mania, the guy who set up next to me, who is one of our best friends in sports cards, fucking crushed it. He like. Dude, I know. Lucas is great. I love him. I really do. Um, I've, I've tried to get him on the podcast. He's just not. He's never going to come on. He's very reserved in what he does, but he works very well within like his role. And that's not always the person who's in, like, in front of a camera, like willing to be very outgoing and talkative, but he's like very financially sound, very confident, and like is a very good salesman, which to me is interesting. And that, and that alone while not good for a podcast, is just like, wow, you can watch this man work and you can learn a thing or two. Yeah. We might have Woods on at some point. Woods is an energizer, buddy. Or Junkie, even. No, uh, Barkley doesn't want to join. I've Barclay asked him said that no too. Yeah, Lucas and Barkley are both quiet people who kind of want to be, like, not behind the camera. Like, left alone. Yeah. Woods could, like, Woods could run, like, a six-hour long, like, a live stream. And yeah, just, like... Those- 24 hours straight streams sleeping and shock me. Yeah. the dude the dude should not drink coffee because he has too much energy as he it is. is the coffee yeah he doesn't need it uh <laughs> anyway um they crushed it i did very very well comparatively to what I, my my standards of a successful show that's the thing too setting your own boundaries and your successes and failures is all based on yourself was i a little fucking self-conscious that lucas did literally six plus figures of items sold and traded of course but he's also my friend so i want him to fucking crush it because if i can't do well i want him to do well and, and that 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 part's hard i think it's hard to acknowledge it in the moment but when you're able to sit back and be like man my friend really did amazing here that's when you're like oh you know what i also did well here's how i compare to myself and that kind of keeps you going if you see someone else doing well that you're friends with if it's your enemy you don't like them well Well, i think it's kind of nice with like our group because like you two for example it's not like you guys are you guys buy some of the similar stuff but i would say lucas is more of like the super hyped up like ultra modern like flipping to make you know whatever you're like the more i'll take if it makes value it makes sense like you guys aren't really like competing like 
perfectly against each other. No, we're not. And it's also not a competition. There's so much money in yeah. this industry these days that unless someone is like undercutting you for the exact card yeah. you happen to have. It's like a good like mix to have both you and like Mikey, whoever, like all kind of like going like if you you get someone's briefcase and you see like a cut, you're gonna be like right there. I know how to go to yeah. yeah you get a Jalen Hurts contenders PSA ten right there, you know. Yep. You want you want some uh random one of ones of oh god, I I traded for a Dante. You want a Pet Brandon Phillips logo man here. I yeah, yeah I, just, I traded for a Dante Pettis game worn nameplate patch. You know That's he's not sick. been in the league for a couple of years. Yeah, it's a sick card, exactly. It's on eBay for a hundred bucks. Fuck it, I'll get fifty for it. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, but once again, I also ironically enough, made some pretty major deals on Sunday of all days. I bought a Dynasty F1 card of Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. No, the card is the card is sick, Kai. Oh, I think I saw that. The dual patch auto, right? Yep, number to five. I can actually grab it if you talk for two seconds. Yeah. F1. Woo. Now, I don't do F1 at all. Let's be real. Like, I, I do. Always, well, once again, I got it for a good price, but like, That's come sick. on. It F1 is second year? It is second year. Yeah. yeah, it's 2022. Like, that's just a cool card. I know that like, hey, dude, you don't do F1. Guess who does F1? eBay ebay does or someone will see it on instagram or discord yeah, or, that. Or that was an insane line that was beautiful but it's but it's true though what i collect and what my like goals are there's always someone else out there who's gonna want that item as well i was processing inventory last night and this morning guess what kai i've already sold four items i put on oh, ebay you gotta make sure to put that quote on it what you know who does blank ebay it, but it's but it's also it's a funny line. It's also true. Also, can you like stop talking to me, computer? I'm doing work. This is very important right here. Um, I'm telling you about how much I love my uh, beautiful F1 card for the low low price of like fifty five hundred bucks. You could you too could own it. Sound crazy. So that's attended 4K. Well, the way I look at it, I mean, I know they've been the F1's kind of down, but I know the Lewis Hamilton like solos from the first year were like stupid. Dude, the, the second years are still like two, uh, 2500 bucks. Yeah, so I mean, that doesn't sound that bad at all. No, it doesn't. And, and what, whatever I pay for it does not matter, but it's less than 5K, obviously. Um, I'll do well with it. I grabbed also an item that has not become publicly available in four years. That Derek Jeter uh, game more game. Nasty base. I wonder if I can find that. My desk is very much a mess right Casually now. loses it. I didn't lose it. It's also in the travel case, which I have not really organized too well, Kai, because I'm flying out tomorrow. Yeah. At the time of this episode coming out, Kai, I'm going to be in the airport, or at least yeah. like in the Uber to the airport, because, hey, guess what? I clearly am hashtag grinding myself into the hashtag ground. Oh, man. This is cool. And this was also acquired on Sunday. What is so that? Derek Jeter. Oh, that's I Derek love Jeter. those. Early, that's like early two thousands, right? It literally is two thousand. This is so not this one of my favorite cool. cards. Is like really, really early baseball autos. Beautiful, like picture, a like, crisp auto. That the wrong way. It's not gonna come up on camera. Super Bowl. The point is, it's like a ten auto. Um, Dennis bought it. Then Dennis realized I don't do baseball. <laughs> Why do I have this? Yeah, he impulse bought it, regretted it, sold it to me. I put it on eBay. Is that one of those ones that has like a patch from like a certain game? 
like a so it, game or something. It it literally is game used nineteen ninety nine World Series base. Yeah, which is one sick. of the years the Jeter yeah. won World Series MVP. Might have been the only year, but they just don't do it like that anymore. No, they don't. And and once again, and, and I'm not gonna pull out the Jackson Chirino because first off, you want it, which is super hilarious. Secondly, I'm at PSA it. Um, but those three major deals all happened on Sunday when I was sitting there thinking like, man, I probably should have gone home. Like I'm tired. I, I miss my fiance. I miss my bed. I'm going to be traveling to Dallas in a couple of days. And then I do like three separate 5,000 yeah. plus dollar deals. And like, just how oh, it goes when you're least expecting it. But I'm that's barded. the interesting thing is like, do I really think that's going to happen in Dallas on this Sunday? Probably not. Oh. People, I, I think that the, the California crowd kind of, panicked a little bit at the end of the show because the last two or three hours i was there till the very end the last two or three hours like really kind of started pumping up again like people were really walking and making deals because i think they either like maybe did not have the best of shows themselves or you know wanted to walk out with some cash yeah probably the latter it happens like it, it truly yeah. does um but our experience was great we were set up in the middle of the show um all like a lot of our friends right there a lot of people came up talking about the podcast too, which is funny. I, I love hearing that information. I'm still waiting for my first one because I haven't been to a show besides the national. Well, that's the thing too. Now we'll be set up together. So, hey, yeah. if you're at the Dallas show this weekend, uh, if you walk into the main room, like imagine you're like standing in that main entrance, make a right on that first row, go down like six or seven tables. You'll see us. Like we are walking towards, if you're walking towards the bathroom in the main, in the main room, first row, you, you cannot miss us. Like Mojo Sports Jay is set up next to us. Uh, Dope Cards Matt is right there too. Um, the only slabs Jason, I think, is right there. He might have moved spots. It's a good spot. Yeah, I'm excited. Should be fun. It's, it's gonna be a good time. Like I had three full showcases worth of items. Now I'm going down to two because I'm like giving you guys space, which is perfectly fine. It's my better shit's coming with me. Like I'm I'm really excited to see. What inventory I'm going to turn and burn from Burbank to Dallas to my local show in two weeks. Yeah, I think it's fun too. Not even the fact, I know we've talked about like having someone like there to watch your stuff if someone leaves or whatever, but even like the 30 minutes, 15 minutes that go by when you're just bored and not making any deals, like have someone like one of your friends there to talk to is kind of it's, nice. It really is everything. Like I realized this at the show too. Like, while this is a hobby of one in a way, because, like, we're all alone yeah. together, like, the people you choose to interact with and, like, grow your networks with really, uh, really is the separating factor. Yeah. You have the nicest fucking collection in the world. You can send a million dollars on cards, but then you're alone at the top. And, like, what's the yeah. point? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you just shoot the shit if you're bored, talk about it. Make, we've made deals before when we've been set up together. I think at the National... Pretty yeah, sure like, deals. like two or three deals yeah. Listen, i would not i'm not going to be surprised if at some point during the show you guys are like hey dude you saw that orange shimmer <laughs> yeah, probably. like you Found already you, you texted me during the show that you wanted i just laughed I'm like no kai i'm i like no i said like i, oh, was you're at the I had to try to get something i mean i'll move it if it makes sense but once again like it's an sgc 1010 that card has Most to reliable grading company out there that card either has to go to PSA right now or just going to stay in there and someone who's going to try and crack it. Which, hey, Kai, what's up? You're pretty greedy. How would you like to own this item for Whoa, cash? whoa. No green, is, no, green is good. Green is good, Kai. You don't seem to understand that. Oh, it's a compliment. To you. Why aren't you cracking it out? Because uh, I do not want to crack a $5,000, $6,000 card. 
Sounds like an excuse. It does sound like it's a good excuse. I'm not listening. I thought you were part of the high-end crackers. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's funny because we crack cards and Man. we're white. <laughs> we'll get in trouble for that one. Uh, oh, anyway, well. all right. Let me talk about some of these notes that I saw about the show. Go for it. So one thing that they seem to, this person seemed to write, and once again, this is someone else's thoughts. I'm expanding on them, good, bad, or otherwise. They lead off saying the show was poorly received. That's not what I saw or heard. I mean, some people thought they would have like a national type show, and that's possible. That they thought like, oh yeah, go to California, look at all these tables, look at this venue. To be the greatest thing ever. No, there's only one national for a reason, guys. Um, setting the expectations accordingly. Yeah, I can understand like that. But you are only as good as the items you have available. You have five and ten and hundred dollar cards. Let's say. Do you expect to move a hundred thousand dollars worth of items? I, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's how that yeah. works. So maybe the proper setting of expectations. Um, this person goes on to note that 20 or 30% of the tables on Saturday were empty. Now there is a fair point to that. There were some tables that were empty at Burbank. Um, part of that could have been people that either arrived late that day or had actually packed up and were going to just buy. It was a very buy heavy show. Especially on Thursday, day zero, basically, all the repackers were there just Makes buying sense. shit. Except for Backyard. Backyard did not make it. But, like, everyone else was there buying shit. Did you sell any repacks to repackers? Yeah. I was selling repackers. Yeah. I love selling to them. They pay... If you have some weird inventory that's, like, one to five hundred bucks, and, you're like, you are friendly, if not friends, with some repackers, I thankfully have pretty good relationships with most of them if not all realistically they'll, they'll pay pretty well like i have friends who pay 85 percent to 90 percent it's pretty fucking good in this industry it's really I, i've realized this before too my my personal thoughts and opinions on repackers or influencers or just people in general in the hobby don't people. They, I don't like people. Fun fact, but but anyway, like those things, those repackers, those influencers, or whatever. Uh. <laughs> you're really Kai. You're not helping me here. Yeah, keep going. Keep yeah, thank good. you. Let me dig the grave a little uh, deeper. <laughs> um, my my opinion and my perspective does not matter. Like I fully have embraced the fact that like there's no repercussions for actions, good, bad, or otherwise. There's no justice. Just live with it. Just just accept the reality of like, yeah, people are going to spend their money on hyped up, washed up bad quarterbacks or random crappy repacks or follow these hobby goats. And you just got to live with it. It's 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 just it just clicked like that this weekend. The thing to me, though, like I find weird is I know some of the repackers have like pretty big like audiences, but I feel like some of them like I've never talked to or heard of anyone buying their repack. What you're telling me you've never heard of stacking stacking tens? Yeah, like, some of these not? things like who who's actually like buying them? Like that is I'm not like hating on them. I'm just like no, literally I, curious. Like I don't know anyone who buys like some of these repacks. Kai, that's a great question. I I don't know either. The people who buy repacks a ton and like really spend their money on repacks are not even card collectors they are degenerate gamblers yeah, probably who do not who are not even on instagram who don't listen to this podcast who don't think critically they see oh i can win a five thousand dollar card and i only paid 800 bucks for this pack and why am i getting a zion based person 10 mm, mm. tough 
Yeah, oof, that's rough, buddy. Uh, we're all degenerates. We are. In different ways and shapes and forms. Like, sports cards themselves are gambling. Like, it's unfortunately the reality of the situation. But there are some who are the real degenerates of the degenerate crowd. And I think it's those who buy into three packs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's just... I know some of them, like do the repack and sell the repack boxes to like mainstream breakers yep but then i don't know what the other ones do they they open it on whatnot and they uh they make like 400 500 roi for buying junk it's really scary it really is but that's beside. Yeah, i respect it but it's like yeah i don't know yeah, I once again, you're not going to change it. None, none of us are going to change this hobby, those hobby legends, those hobby goats, this this uh, amazing repack. We're not going to change it. Like you yeah. have to just accept it at this point. There's so much shady shit. You see the situation with cardboard over the weekend or now? Yeah. So I haven't read right into it, but so I, for anyone who's not aware, I'm going to do a, a okay job of summarizing. Also, hey, yeah, Burbank. Um, but the situation with cardboard is kind of crazy. Basically, um, a jersey, an MJ jersey, sold at auction randomly for like $25,000. It might have been a team issue. It might have been something like that. It was an error-accurate Michael Jordan jersey that he probably never touched. <sighs> Cardborn, allegedly, allegedly, everything here is allegedly, um, was able to find documentation and photographs showing that the jersey was then photomatched to an Eastern Conference Finals series against the match. He wore it in two games, did X, Y, and Z. And the way they were able to verify this information was using a foundation of a photographer. Let's call him Rick James. It doesn't matter. So Rick James apparently has his foundation, has these photographs. They take this information. They then get the cert for McGray, McGray, whatever. And says, oh yeah, we've based on this information, so it matches this X, Y, and Z. So that's for a million dollars. Then when they start looking into uh, this foundation that had these photographs, yeah, no, first off, the guy's been dead for a decade anyway. And secondly, the family says, yeah, there's no foundation about like, what? Who, who are you? What's going on here? Um, so, yeah, they basically scammed a million dollars, uh, allegedly. Uh, my so where do these, like, photos, like, where, where do these, like, photos they sent to me, Gray, to use? So I don't recall how that was done. That's a good question. I should probably rec- remember that. It doesn't matter where the photos came from. All that matters is that they tried to turn and burn it. Yeah, that's crazy. On authentication. You said it was like a 25K like issued jersey that they like. Whatever it was. It was a $25,000 like, jersey. Worn, not Obviously not game yeah. worn. That they then were able to convince yeah. someone that it was game worn. Using these fake, <laughs> using these fake or doctored photographs um, or bad photographs, whatever it would have been. Um, it sold for a million dollars. Everyone knows who Juan is. He's some dude in Australia. I, I don't think anything's going to happen to him. And I know that's a weird thing to say other than him getting dunked on on Instagram, which is oh so important. Um, I, I would not be shocked if he's back within a month and just like nothing happens. Are they like refunding the guy? I imagine there is like there's no actual way criminal charges that will yeah. eventually be brought to him. Why well, would so, I would guess that they just refund him and then they get refunded by Migre well, some sort of amount? Or there's a lawsuit eventually or a lawsuit, pending yeah. or both. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Once again, 
look into it yourselves. I gave a very brief bad summary. There's also apparently he um, sold a fake MJ Auto from like 1984 Star uh, that either was Beckett slabbed or like was going to be slabbed. Um, this was someone on eBay according to like a blog form. Once again, I don't have all the information. I'm not going to pretend like I'm an expert in it. I at least gave you the ability to go to Google now and type in like uh, card porn, Michael Jordan star, fake auto, whatever. Yeah. Like you can you can read up on it, tell me where I'm wrong. Perfectly fine. There's no there's no justice in sports cards, man. Like very very you have to really fuck up to like actually have like any repercussions for your actions. Everything, everything that happens like two three weeks is just not cared about anymore. No matter what you did. No, and that's the crazy thing too. So I've, I've really have just accepted like, while I may not like the 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 hobby goats or Kurt's card shop who I fucking have dunked on, uh, and will always dunk on because he's a kid. fucking yeah um, whatever yeah. his thing is. I was like, man, not the poor shop owner. No, no, not <laughs> I will not dunk on a shop owner. I'll dunk on someone who fucking sells altered kits, like teach you how to trim cards. But there's no justice, so does it really fucking matter anymore? The answer is no. It doesn't matter. Like, who cares? It's, and that's not good, but I, I I have reached acceptance of our industry. Once yeah, again, I, think, not- I think if it's something that, like, is actually a problem, people just over time will stray away from it. I don't, I don't think there's anything you can really do. And if it's something that's not a problem, people will keep using it. Yeah, you know? dude, why wouldn't I want the best grade for my card? Well, you're altering it, so... What would be yeah. funny, what would be funny, Kai, is if PSA and Beckett allow you to alter cards, but they actually have PSA authentic evidence of cleaning on it now. Could you imagine how quickly people would stop uh, using a card care system? Um, I. That's an interesting one. So they would still grade it, but say evidence of like waxing or whatever. No, it it would say PSA authentic evidence of altering or evidence of cleaning, evidence of stamping. Wouldn't that be something? That would be, I mean, that would just be the same thing as like altered though, right? In but okay, it would be like a different label, but it's basically would have the same effect, right? Yes, it would be orange. Let's say it's orange instead of red. Like this card's real. This card is real, but it's been cleaned. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. It would immediately get rid of people who using card care and, and other softwares and systems and whatever else. It'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it would get rid of them because I feel like people still wouldn't get caught. How do you catch that? I think you just catch the people who like stamp corners or use a, a humidor or like. They have records of like numbered cards getting resubmitted, let's say. Yeah, probably. Once again, I am just, I am full for like anarchy. If you cannot tell by my dumb oh, shit this way, I'm an instigator. So, so I'm all for just like throwing shit at the wall and just annoying everyone. That's the trick here. The quotes in everyone. this episode are going to be unreal. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's okay. There's no guy, nothing's gonna happen. There's no justice. What I'm an asshole? Who said that? What? Yeah. Um, let's go through this. Oh, one thing to mention, and this and this person mentioned it too. Vendors were disconnected and didn't want to be there. That's first off, doesn't make any sense. The first part actually does. So vendors being disconnected is true because Kai, the show was on two floors. Yeah. Top floor was sports cards, mostly. Bottom floor, I didn't even fucking go there. 
it was TCG and corporate. I can understand if you were a Pokemon uh, seller, not loving that situation. I actually had conversations with EJ, uh, like a minute or two chat, like on one of the nights. They're like, yeah, we're going to look into one floor. I'm like, that's probably good. It's it, two floors, no yeah. matter how you do it, is so fucking tricky. I think Burbank did it the best way they could. But unfortunately, like, there's no good answer to that. Yeah, I bet if, if you, you polled people that attended, I guarantee you like 75% of people never went to the opposite floor that they went there for. Well, that's exactly like why would a why would a Pokemon fan go and see sports cards? Why would a, a sports the card? People that really heard the ones that have both. Like, what do you do if you're you set walk, up? I mean, if you're set up, you're fucked. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you do? I mean, <laughs> in theory, like it's a really good idea, but at the same time, there's just like the fact of how do you get the people to like go? It's 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 hard. There's no good answer to that, unfortunately. Was it a pain in the ass to like go up or down or no? No, it was an escalator. Dude, card collectors oh. are fat. We can't. It was just like the effort to like, oh, I'm gonna leave the card side for like an hour, you know. Yeah, you, you would yeah. you would walk in on let's say floor zero and escalator up to floor one would be sports cards, escalator down to floor you know, the basement would be sports card uh, uh, Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Alt and Golden and Yeah. You know, all those other companies psa oops psa was great at cards there i didn't bother so was it was psa just on the bottom or whatever psa floor? was just on the bottom the top four was just like a rectangle and and sports cards it was awesome gotcha yeah i didn't know if they had like a psa for like both tcg and back and uh that would make sense um i think tag was there as well beckett i believe was taking submissions home um i read a club might have been there but like who gives a fuck what they think Ooh. or do Oh man, I could keep back really using the arena club. Uh, and you know, be better is very swap. I think very swap was there once again. Your favorite oh. company, Kai. We 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 still have a chance to interview Raymond. I'm not calling it a scam. I'm not, not, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna be able to call him on the podcast. You know that, right? Or he's gonna listen and be like, these guys suck. Fuck these guys. It's definitely a service. It, it it definitely is a service and i think there's use for it somewhere um speaking of services i also signed up for the vip section of ryan's discord it's like 400 bucks that's a thing so basically what it means is i got card ladder for free now forever um i get like a 10 percent. i get up to 5k off on a deal with ryan like that buy shit off him which is wait you get what so let's say ryan has a card at like 5k I'd be like, hey yeah. man, I bought your Discord thing. He's like, oh, okay, now it's forty five hundred bucks for you. I'm like, okay, but what, if just, do- what if he's just like overpriced to begin with? Which is probably gonna happen anyway. But like, you pay. Point is, Discord is now paid for forever. That's a ten percent off deal, up to five k. Uh, there's VIP chat. I don't care about that. Um, I've realized though that that service is pretty good. Like, I enjoy Ryan's Discord a lot more than I thought I would because. It's really fucking growing. It's up to like 4,300 members right Dude, now. Dude, they like doubled in like the last month, I think. I know. It's really wild. Like, I've known of him before. I put a name to the face at the show. Hadn't like met a chat. Hey, man, like, here's Cash. Nice meeting you. Like, I've seen you at shows before. He's like, oh, yeah, me, you too. I'm like, all right. Like, you're a hobby goat. You're a legend, bro. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, meeting him was cool. I like his service. I wanted to keep going. 
And if I make one deal with him in cash or a decent deal where I save 10% on top of not paying for card ladder anymore or the Discord. And how much like, did you say it was again? It was 400 bucks. I don't think he's like doing it. For, for life? Think, or? Yeah, that's it. One time fee. That's not bad. Because, I mean, I, you pay, what, 100 a year for the regular one? 100 a year or 15 a month for card ladder. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so you, yeah, you get the card ladder and the monthly subscription basically baked in together. I mean, that's... I like, mean, there for a year. It's yeah. even anyway. Yeah. So, that's I mean, once again, I don't... I actually think he... I think he only does it, like, very, very rarely. He's like, I got so many people asking this. I'm going to do it one more time. Like, okay, whatever. It's also a hashtag right off. Yeah, hashtag, I paid cash, fuck. God damn it. I don't think you would take PayPal. Ugh. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, it, it, it's worked into my schedule too when I upload cards because I will put cards on Discord first, not because it's the greatest thing ever. Do. It. It, like it's it, it takes a photo and it saves in my in my camera reel, so it's easier to go to Discord first and then post on Instagram. <laughs> so that alone is also a good pro. Yeah, we've been trying to do. Um... If we, we try to move it on non-eBay first and then it goes to eBay, I'm sure that sounds stupid to most people because it's like... No, obvious, it makes like, sense. I mean, I know... Well, it's like have... obvious, but like we never really thought of it like that. Like it's just so much better because then you... I mean, we end up listing stuff on eBay, but if you can just move it without having to list it and it's like direct and you don't have to wait to get paid and stuff, like it just makes so much more sense. Well, not even that. So I know you guys are currently like fighting with eBay about shit as well. So you're also saving more on fees. You're yeah. able to... God, Casey, I can't talk right now. I'm on a podcast. I'm a very busy guy. John's blowing me up, too. <laughs> Sorry, you talk real quick. Yeah, I think it just works out better because, I mean, the people that are going to see your cards on Ebays these days almost are, like, all also on IG and Discord and stuff. So it's kind of the same set of eyes, really. There's more people, but, like, a good amount of them are on, like, all these platforms now. eBay is a jumping-off platform, it allows you to get DMs like, hey man, what's your Instagram? Or you can even DM somebody. Exactly. Hey, yeah. like, let's get off eBay. Fuck this shit. I don't want to pay 10%. Yeah. Which is the same issue Some with the very swap. Which I, too. That's the same issue with the very swap as well. It's like, I don't want to pay 6% in fees, which I think they now cut down to three. Like, hey, what's your Ooh. IG? Let's get the fuck off here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you will always meet someone like me who is going to try and circumvent your fees because I'm an asshole and I don't want to pay more than I have to. As will most people, but I'll at least tell you the truth. <laughs> I will circumvent everything I possibly can to save my fuck. Yep. Uh, let's talk more about Burbank. What were some other issues this guy noted? Once again, not my experience. I loved it. I thought it was great. I'm really excited for Dallas. I think Dallas will be slightly worse than Burbank. Um, if I had to give Burbank a rating, I would say A minus to A. A Dallas for me is always a B plus to A minus. So I'm setting my expectations accordingly. Um, a lot of people on Sunday were dumping items and I think it was either them buying too much or hoping they would sell more or being overpriced as fuck. And then trying to, uh, recoup any losses, which guess what? California is expensive anyway to be there. Um, maybe they just did not have a good show, but in the last two hours of the show, I made the deal for the Jeter. I made the deal for the F1. I made the deal for the Chirino Orange. Like, those are 15K between all three of them in the last couple hours on Sunday. It was really good. I'm happy I didn't go home. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to... It's tough because it also could have just... 
sucked. Way. Yeah. It very easily could have sucked. Yeah. But you know what? Thursday Thursday was an A plus. Especially for day zero of a show. Thursday was fucking awesome. Friday, an A. Saturday, A to A minus. Sunday was somehow the same thing. It was consistently good for different reasons every single day. And, and you know what? I, I was really happy. Um, this person know that 50% of the show was a slab fest. What the fuck does that mean? That's probably stupid. What does that mean? That's um, so dumb. I, no maybe this person wants to buy clean raw at 75%. Oh, yeah. Let me buy all gradable cards and grade the cards myself. Uh, hello, sir. I, I noticed you have some Bowman Chrome over there. Would you mind? Give me, me off me at 75%. And also, only the raw that looks clean. Yeah, only if there's gonna... no issues whatsoever. Can I, can I see all four quarters under a microscope, please? Yeah, do you have a magnifying glass I can use? Do you have two, actually? One for each eye. <laughs> um, oh, man. It's, no, I, people I, are actually like, kind of like that, too. That's why it's funny. I I have gotten really mean when it comes to eBay messages about, like, detail pictures of cards i'm happy to send additional photos that's perfectly fine but when you're like hey i want to see very good pictures of the corners the edges and the surface like no like the card is raw for a reason yeah if you want a psa 10 buy a psa 10 it's like i'm not gonna grade it i'm like bro yes you are no <laughs> just be honest me. like just be just be real with me if you're if you're honest with me i'll actually see you with more pictures like well why why are you saying there's issue with the card if, you, if you're not gonna grade it? i'm like bro it's a raw card. I'm not going to tell you it's got a PSA 10. That's a bigger issue if I lie to you. Yeah, I think one of the funniest things is like when they go, what do you think it would grade? I'm like, I don't work for PSA. I don't know. Yeah, man. Sorry, sir. I don't work for PSA. I work for like a number? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I tell people a grade between a 1 and a 10, and they think I'm a smart ass, which I am. Yeah. But, you know. You're not wrong, though. I'm not wrong. I mean, if it grades I'll, a 0. I guess it could get altered. If it got an altar, that would be kind of funny. Be I, I will give you that. That is yeah. fair. You know what? I will I will eat some crow when a card I, I have raw is great and authentic altered. I don't know. I, I really um I understand why people might not have had a good Burbank. It, it it's very possible if you were a Pokemon seller or next to corporate and everyone's like, why the fuck would I go down to corporate? I'm a sports card guy, let me go up here. Because I didn't step down there for four days. I went down there to refill my water one time and said, oh, that's neat. I left. <laughs> Did I even walk in? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how they could fix that, though? Because I don't. Um, I guess besides making the whole thing one floor. I think the way you do it, unfortunately, is as simple as making it one floor. Ontario um, is Valentine's Day weekend of 2024. So that's like the 15th or 18th, whatever it would be. I'm going to go, I'm going to book my stuff, I'm going to set up, and I'm going to crush it. Um, it's going to be an incredible show, and I will go to every Burbank show as long as it's realistic for me. Um, I love it. It's, it's in my opinion, the second best show um, of the show calendar year. I, I can't fix things that I think have uh, reached their peak. I'm not going to say that this was the peak, because obviously there were several real issues that people noticed. Um, I think it has to be on one floor. That's that is just like I think yeah. a cardinal sin in this industry. You can't separate people across multiple floors. Um, you either have to cut down on dealers, which let's be real, they're a business. They're trying to accumulate the most profit they can. The more dealers you have, is going to lead to more profits. You can't fix that. I I'm sorry. Like 
it's 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 either you rent out a bigger venue that has one large floor, which is very possible they can find one, um, or they can't find one, I should say, or you you continue to run it back the way it is in this location. They're only gonna go back to Anaheim one time a year. The other time's gonna be in Ontario. In Ontario, pretty fucking good, Kai. I believe you. Yeah, I I, I would really recommend if you're able to go you kai and anyone who's listening go to the burbank car show i i had very good time talk to other dealers you might have one like this who did not really love it but that's their opinion that's their perspective and that's fine other than calling it a slab fest which makes no fucking sense that's just dumb (laughs) like what what does that mean um i think criticism is a good thing i really do because i'm not gonna ever tell you this is the greatest thing ever it's fucking amazing bro it's like no there there's some bad things that happen yeah like a protest at 4 30 in the morning but that's no one's fault that was bad that was really those protesters were loud and the people next to me in my hotel room i think the guy was like cheating on his wife uh in one room and the other one was like yelling at their fucking kids uh because we were right next right, right next to disneyland so i had a fun time when i when i chose to go sit in my room uh or go to bed Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, how else to go on from there? Um, I think now with with this major show out of the way, Dallas coming up, we're gonna be setting up there. It really is just as simple as making the show the best experience you can for yourself. Um, I know that Kai, you and I are both now targeting Bowman Chrome Baseball because guess what? You and whoa, I are intelligent. Whoa, 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 don't yep. give away our secrets. Oh, how I'm sorry, sir. I want to be an intelligent collector. What can I do to be that? Well, son, you have to be two sports cycles ahead. It is September. I'm buying no, hockey cards. No one's no one's watching baseball. But guess what they are doing? They're buying 19 and 20-year-old kids who they will probably never watch a game of. 19 and 18-year-old kids, actually. They could be 16 as well. 15. Listen, Whoa. Listen here, Wanda Franco. Wander territory. <laughs> All right, listen here, Carl Malone. You're not going to want to do that, but still, you're going to want to buy these cards. Nothing else. You don't want to do anything else, sir. You want to buy these items. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else. You better hope they don't. Uh, they don't get older, <laughs> and they just go down in price. <laughs> Jesus. Especially if they play well and get uh, called yeah, up. I for, I traded for a Mookie Betts Bowman Chrome Auto for like a grand. I'm like, that's so stupid. I. This is the. This industry is fucking stupid. This dude's literally a lock for the Hall of Fame. I know. What else could you really want other than like a 19-year-old kid in, in the DR or in low A ball? Yeah. Who, uh, you get like a Jackson Holiday base for like almost the same price, I think. Like a little bit less. I mean, Jackson Holiday could be anything. He could be Mookie Betts. Wait. Yeah, exactly. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait a second. <laughs> yes. The Bowman card was stupid, but guess what? We all know it's stupid, but people still buy it. I would so- love to know the psychology behind that. It really, it's not even reverse psychology. It's just like understanding the industry we work in, Kai, and you and I both being on the same wavelength this time. Like, you were right. You 100% nailed uh, Kay Cunningham stuff. Speaking of, how many Kades do you own right now? We only have three NTs left. There you go. Congrats on moving four of them. Thanks, man. But once again, we... I was a little earlier on the Kate stuff and I sold and I made my money, which is fine. You guys are obviously in the process of selling them. But guess what? Bowman is so easy to buy right now if people are moving at a show and then you wait 
Like the yeah. season is basically over for most minor leagues, if not now. Yeah, it's pretty um, much wrapping up all around. So you buy at this point, and then guess what? You fucking sell in like the February shows or March Dallas or whatever it ends up being. Because everyone's like, hey, do you have the 20-year-old Dominican kid right here? Or, I don't know why everyone's Dominican in my life. You have that 19-year-old kid who's in uh, who's in low A ball who's batting 247. Like, you got it, sir. Oh, right here, actually. Oh wow, what a what a weird... I got nine of those. Yeah, please buy these. Oh. And obviously on a smaller scale, I'm doing that with with uh the Japanese baseball too, which I want to get four boxes. I just keep like procrastinating it. They're gonna so be gone I... by the time I count. No, they're not gonna be gone. So I've opened 52 boxes. <laughs> so I, have tw- I have 20 more in transit. Kai, I'm not even kidding when I say this to you. I legitimately have created a cult of I think you've like made a lot of money too. I don't know about a lot, but you definitely made money. I've definitely made money. Um, my my PSA sub is fucking stupid with the amount of stuff I have in there. Um, and the eight boxes I opened, uh, oh god, yesterday. My timing's all screwed up. I'm still a little jet jet lag, so I'm obviously gonna go and fly on another plane to go beat my jet lag. Yeah, um, yeah the correct answer. The eight boxes I opened yesterday were some of the most fucking loaded ones ever. To the point where now, where if you told me I was an influencer for MPB and they gave me a load of boxes, I'd believe you. <laughs> because it's fucking stupid, the stuff I hit yesterday. Yeah. We got yeah. two supers, right? Two supers. Uh, a I never got a super fractor in my life. <laughs> I have, I've opened three um, in 52 boxes. So for reference, I did the math. It was something like 1,200 packs I've opened of MPB. Um, Bowman Supers, Bowman Chrome Superfractors are approximately one in 3,000 packs. That doesn't include any other reds or oranges. Dumb. Yeah, no, I am not even on an absolute heater. I literally am getting like... They're giving you reparations for pumping it. Kai, once again, I would not even disagree with you. You've made them... I mean, just in our group chat alone, they've probably bought, what, a couple cases worth? I bought a couple cases. Not including you. Like... Other um, people. Nick, Nick bought 16 boxes. Lane bought, I think, eight. Sheik bought four. Andy bought a bunch. Um, one of their friends bought 16 boxes. Yeah, no, they, they're I, raking off your influence I, for sure. I truly have created a monster. And I've I've once again I've accepted it. It's really fucking funny to me. Um we'll see now, what happens well, in like the question is: do you buy a couple and throw them back now? to save no no i'm not gonna sell them i'm gonna keep ripping them like for what i've bought the box is worth kai like all in right now before grading fees i've spent about 2700 bucks on on mpb but once again the second i get back my psa sub i'm gonna send another one in um soon if my sasaki base bowman's do 50 bucks 75 bucks if, um, if the paper does 30 and the Bowman base does 50 to 75, it's like PSA 10, which is possible. I send in a lot of them, man. And that's just one player. Yamamoto. Rich over here. The, the Yamamoto guy is um, possibly going to go signed by the Mets in the offseason. Yeah, there's like post. two dudes in there that might post, right? Um, Sasaki's like- not going to be posted for a while. I don't know what Murakami is. He was like do. in a year or two. I think Sasaki's two years now at this point. Mm-hmm. Yamamoto could be posted this year. Isn't like um, Murakami or something good? He's very good. Yeah. Um, I think he's having, a, he's having a down year from the last time I saw. What's funny is one of the supers I hit, the dude is actually amazing. 
Kai, let me go grab it. You talk for a second. So yeah, Dave's pumping the stuff real hard. You guys might want to be careful, but um, I need to grab some boxes. I want to just open them. It's a fun rip and it's affordable. It's not here to get crushed either. Sounds like every single person we know has made money on them. So that's the funny thing too. Welcome back to the pumping podcast. Uh, this guy, his name is Kazuma Okamoto. He is Ooh. a left. Uh, oh, it's infielder. I'm sorry. He plays infielder. It's it's a pretty fucking good card. So I googled him. I did not know who this guy was yesterday morning. I didn't even know who he was yesterday night. Someone told me, like, "Hey man, like you should uh, look at this guy." I'm like, uh, "Okay, who's that?" Uh, that's the perfect way to buy something. Yeah, who buys me. NPP baseball? eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, I should put it on eBay. But the thing is, too, this guy's actually good. Um, put on my screen. I can't wait to get comments about this. Like they only talk about Japanese baseball. Why? So he's 27. He looks old, bro. 37 home runs, 86 RBIs, 303 batting average. Like consistently one of the best hitters in the Japanese league. Yeah, see, I would make you an offer, but I think we're about 13 years old off there. Okay, Wander Franco, whatever you say, sir. It would not shock me if this guy got posted. Hang on. Let's see if he... Are you uh, really not putting it on eBay? Are you going to grade it first? I'm going to grade it first. Dude, I would throw that thing on eBay. Oh, hey, seven stars. You could jump to the MLB. Hey, what's up? That's... I wonder who's on there. Yamamoto's there. I don't know who this is. Yuki Matsui. Don't know who you are. Reliever. Oh, that's why. That's who cares about that. <laughs> I've heard of Shota before. He's on Trevor Bauer's team, I'm pretty sure. He is. He's on the base stars. Uh, don't know who you are. There's Murakami. There you go. Three-year deal by 2025. He'll be 25 years old and shed his amateur status. Okay, so he might be able to come over in a couple years. Uh, there's Sasaki. We were talking about him. Oh, yeah, just a bunch of other players. <laughs> Where is... Uh... Dang, he didn't even make the honorable mention. Wait, did he not? What did I miss? Man, that's tough. Oh, no, there he is. He's Price right is cut in half. No, no, he's here. The first he's name the on one. the list. Yeah, I don't know why they did it like that. But I guess he's twenty-seven. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, Kai, this is fun. Opening MPB is fun. The other guy, the other super hit. The guy's not good. What are the odds we can find a box at Dallas to rip? Zero. Zero. Yeah, Zero. No shot. Not gonna happen. And, I, and if I get them, I have twenty boxes in transit right now. That's it's a lot yeah. of uh. Not Japanese baseball. I want to rip a box of Bowman at the at Dallas. Do they have any guys with wax there? They always do. Now, whether it's a fair price or not, it's a different conversation. Um, it's gonna be a fair price. <laughs> it's gonna, am I gonna go negotiate it like I did the um? The yeah, exactly. That's fair. I mean, the issue with Bowman once again, and Japanese Bowman is the same way, but like. The guys could be anything. At least those who end up getting posted in, in to Japanese baseball into the U.S. are probably going to be at least halfway decent. They're going to be older, but like they were the stars of their respective league most of the time. So yeah, I don't know. Does that sound more realistic? That's probably realistic. Not. Yeah, it's tricky. <sighs> All right, I think we're good. I think I pumped up MPB enough for today's week. I can't wait to see how many fucking sales there are that are not made. I, know. I get so mad when I look. I'm like, motherfuckers. 
Leave it alone. They aren't like raising the price though either, right? It's like the same price. Uh, I think it's like I think it's up to one sixty five now for four boxes. Yeah, you forty can't... bucks a box is just so like affordable. Well, no, it's not forty bucks a box. You're adding shipping and handling. Oh man! So, all in, Kai. If I was to buy one for one sixty five right now, like two hundred. It would be one ninety eight. I mean, it's still fifty bucks. I mean, that's. I guarantee you cannot find a single baseball hobby box for fifty bucks. You maybe like two thousand one, no, no, like nineteen eighty nine. Uh, Tops yeah. hobby. Oh god, I don't even know. God. Yeah, there's no chance. Yeah, I, I think like, this shitty Donra stuff's got to be like two hundred bucks. Uh, let's see. Uh, my real guess is one twenty five. I'm curious now. I, I, I'm putting in eBay. Going back to pumping MPB baseball with this asshole. Today's episode, we're going to talk about why you should buy this with all your life savings. Give me all your money. <laughs> all right, let's see. Let's go to eBay. Lowest sales. I think for conversation. Buy it now. Buy it now. Put in 25 bucks minimum. Oh, man. You can buy Leaf Baseball Sealed Hobby Box. Oh man, 1993. Yeah. I'll make this a little larger. That's a little too large. That's what she said. Ha ha ha. Uh, 2001 Tops Archive Snapshot Hobby Box. See know what that is. I don't know either, Kai. 92 Baseball Series 1 Onyx Vintage Extended Hobby Box. So, I mean, I literally don't think there's better value you could get in a box of sports cards than you don't, this you box. don't want a '99 Topps Baseball Hobby Factory Seal Complete Set. No, that actually, yeah, no, not at all. You don't want 31 packs of Opening Day. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually kind of fun. Oh man. Sealed factory hobby set. Oh, God. The even funnier part is most of these probably wouldn't even sell if the price was half off. Um, Yeah, probably not. I mean, unfortunately, there's just so much garbage um, that has to come out because you obviously want to have price points for all budgets. But, oh, my God. I remember opening this as a, at, not as a kid. Prison I opening... Baseball seems like a fun rip, honestly. It's Do we bucks. buy it? No, I don't think we buy it. I mean, who would even be? Four, I know 13's like Machado. Welcome back, to the, welcome back to the 2014 Prism Hobby Pumping Podcast, sir. I'm your host, Pumping uh, 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 Piston Dave. Who was a rookie in 14? Judge wouldn't be in there, is he? A Schwarber. That's, that's not even like a rookie Schwarber, though. Who would... I don't think there's like anyone in there. Chris Bryant. And this one's to 99. 12 sales. <laughs> Over 40 bucks. That's crazy. Chris Davis gold. The box itself. That um, dude bought it and has to resell it now. Jose Abreu, George Springer, Cat Ripken Jr., Nolan Ryan. Clayton Kershaw, okay. But you I'm basically have to hit a Hall of Famer to have a chance to break even. Oh, man, you're telling me you don't want to buy a Wilma What Flores the hell? Golda or Xander? What's funny is the checklist does not look that bad. It looks pretty bad. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Is Mike, does Mike Trout even have, like, an auto? 
Oh, we're gonna find out in a second. I'm gonna search by highest prices. Never once a low that is. You know, it's not like I spent fucking three grand on a computer that doesn't fucking want to listen. There's trap. 15k. What a steal. Oh my god. Yeah, I know, right? You're basically you're basically begging to lose money. I mean, make money there. Black one one King Griffey, Machado. That's not Prism. Oh man, Malcolm Brogdon, Black one oh one. Yeah, I'd rather buy a box of MPB. Like this is. You don't hit oh, autos. Yeah, I don't think it's even close. No. no, that's my email. Oops. Um, you don't hit any. Um, what's it called? You have no autos in MPB. There's three autos in the entire set, and they're like rarer than super fractors. It's Are they good uh, players. Ichiro, Kenta Maeda, and oh, so they're like um, MLB guys. Uh oh, god, who's the last one? Is it Yoshida? No, it's not Yoshida. It's like Hall of Fame types. It might be like um, Matsui or someone. I'm gonna I'm gonna check because it's gonna drive me crazy. Otherwise, no, it could be Tanaka. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not I bet sure. it. I bet it is Tanaka. I, it's not you, Darvish, right? No, it's not you, Darvish. The others are Hideki Matsui, mm. Ichiro. It is Matsui, Ichiro, and Kenta Maeda. And the oh god, there's there are eighteen autos in the entire set. The reds, like the red guy. Wait, are like the, there's only like eighteen total autos of all three of them. Eighteen total autos. Period. Of each. No. Period. So it's out of five and a one on one. Yep. The wow. red sky are one in thirty-four thousand three hundred eighty-seven packs. You're due to hit four in one box. That is true. The super sky are one in two hundred fifty-seven thousand nine hundred and four. I feel like an Ichiro that would do like astronomical. So I did see a Kentamaeda red get hit. So there's only at least seventeen left. I can't find any that have sold on eBay. Uh, I know one guy who who Sheik sent in our chat uh, pulled a red, which was hilarious. Um, I know. And then going back to the super set, oh, there's a super psychal that'd be fucking sick looking. Uh, base Bowman are like I said, one in two thousand nine hundred ninety eight. Purples to ten are one in three hundred. Reds are one in six hundred. I've had a lot of reds. <laughs> How? Someone bought a case for 900 bucks. Of MPB, how many boxes? 12. That's, um, what, it's like, like 70 bucks? 75 bucks, yeah. Okay, that's not bad. I'm just looking up, like, highest sales of MPB cards. It's so, probably, like, Sasaki. Someone bought a base Sasaki in July as a 10 for, like, 300 or, or best offer. I don't know what it went for. Yeah, I know the person who, um... Who sold that? He was actually who got me into. Oh my MPB. goodness! These base Sasaki tens, not just paper ones, are doing over hundred bucks. So I don't believe that because then they also ran at auction. Did like twenty. Mm. The trick, the trick with those, and the trick I'm going to lead off of when I do get my sub back in is our best offer. I don't like seventy five bucks. Our best offer. Yeah, seems like, like, like you have to do it. It's like one at a time, like every other week. Do they just get shilled? I don't know if they got chill, but like, they didn't look right when I saw it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm probably going to go buy more MPB. Or maybe I'll fucking rip one on. Maybe I'll rip one on the podcast. 
That'd be fun. We could do that. A special. <laughs> welcome to the welcome to the pumping podcast. Today we're opening twenty four boxes of. We've got the condition of these cards. Beautiful gem mint. Oh uh, yes, uh, look at this magic. Oh, sorry, oh, it's oh. gone. All right, that's everything I got. I got to remember to edit out my emails because I did that by accident. So, all right. It's like Hurricane uh, Hillary. I'm going to go delete some emails, guys. Man. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>